Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present. The entire time we've got an IT and business consulting coach and she is with us. Her name is Erin Colin Arnett. And she is talking to us from the key, from Key West or the Keys in, I think you just call it the Keys in Florida. Yeah, the Keys. I'm in the middle. You're in the middle of the Keys. <laughs> yes. And welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. How are you? Thank you, Kevin. It's great to be here. And you, you've been on the show before. I have. But uh, there's a couple things that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about. And I, I find the coolest little nuggets in, in our pre-little talk about what's going on with you and and stuff like that. And and uh, I wanted to talk about something that you called the 75 hard. Is that right? It's 75 hard. Yes, it's a challenge. And where did, first of all, where did this challenge come from? Where did you find it? I was scrolling through YouTube one day watching somebody and she, the girl on there was just saying, you know, this is how I lost weight. Andy Fursella, he's amazing. So of course, you know, I clicked on it. How do you lose weight? Wonderful. So uh, it's a mindset challenge. You've got certain tasks that you have to do every single day and you do them for 75 days. If you miss one, you have to start back over at day one. Oh, wow. That would be, that would really suck if you were like on day 70. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then that becomes the 140 day challenge. Exactly. <laughs> so what exactly, what's involved with that challenge? It was sounded really like, like hard to me. Maybe that's so what You have to do two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. And one of them has to be outdoors. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have zero cheat meals, zero alcohol. You have to read 10 pages in an entrepreneurial or a self-help book. And what was the last one? A gallon of water. I said that already, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can you, so have, you have to do those every day? Oh, and t stick to some type of diet. Like I picked, um, I stuck with my macros. What's a macros? Um, you balance your fat, your carbs, and your protein. Oh, is that hard to do? Is that hard to put together? It's it's a little tricky at first. There's math involved. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's not algebra involved. But I'm a computer nerd. So, yeah. Um, so my girlfriend did it with me and she didn't eat any sugar. So that was her diet. So you pick some type of diet that you stick to. Was she a sugarholic before? Absolutely. It was very difficult. She messed up about day 25, 26 and had to start over. But she stuck with it and she finished it. And, and what were the results of, of doing that? Did you find that you lost a bunch of weight or you're feeling better or all of the above? Well, the, the interesting thing is that I only lost five pounds, but I went down two dress sizes. So I completely changed the composition of my body. Um, once I did that, like my body started changing because you're doing two workouts a day. Like it could be walking even, but I, I just, I, I enjoyed it. It became a habit and I still do it now to some extent, but um, just my mind, my mind became a lot freer and I was a lot happier. That was the biggest takeaway. And then I made some really, really good friends because there was a group of us that did it together and we all cheered each other on. You would need to do that with a group of friends. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're still on a group text together and it is hysterical. 
<laughs> it would. Well, I'll have to have a group of them on to to talk about that because I think that is something. It's again, it's community. Yes. And, oh, it was definitely. I could not have done it without that support network at all. Well, I don't know how you could because you could be like, uh, I don't know, it's a Sunday afternoon and your favorite football team is on and your brother-in-law is over and he brings a half case of beer and, and he starts, you know, watching the game and having beer and wings and you're sitting there with a celery stick and water and, and you know, if, if you don't have somebody you can call and say, help, I'm in trouble here. Oh yeah. So I did it before football season. I finished before football season started because yeah, right now I, I'm not sure I could pull it off, but there was one evening in particular. I was like, I don't want to do my second workout. I don't want to do it, but I just pictured my girlfriend's face and how disappointed she would be. So I'm out going for a walk at 10 30 at night <laughs> but i got it done <laughs> well congratulations i think i think and you know the the interesting thing is you lost five pounds but you dropped two dress sizes which means you firmed up and created more muscle which also will help your metabolism that will help you be able to maintain that weight a much better than any than a regular diet absolutely and i have maintained my weight i've even stepped it up a little bit at the gym since then Oh, good for you. you get the confidence. You feel better. You look better. You you wear better clothes and you just, you know, you sit up a little bit straighter. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got all, you got a whole nother wardrobe that you can play into now. Exactly. I was digging in the back of the closet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I haven't worn this in forever. <laughs> and the reason is that it didn't fit. Now it does. Exactly. That's pretty you know, cool. the stripes are supposed to go like this and they kind of go like that. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of those. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, I think. And plus, I'm sure that your significant other thought that that was a pretty cool thing. Now, were you able to convince? Well, first of all, do you have a significant other right now? No, oh. but thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a significant other? I can put the word out. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind. It'd be, it'd be nice. But unfortunately, you have to move to the Keys. Well, and, or fortunately, yeah. You yeah. Know, but there's a great place you can you can snorkel and you can scuba dive and you can uh, go walk on the beach and uh, and wait for the hurricane to come. And exactly. Which... So the joke here: it's not a dating pool; it's more of a dating puddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I don't know how many people live in the Keys. Do you do you have any idea? In Marathon, there's about 8,500. In Key West, I think it's between 20 and 30,000. But like Keys wide, I don't know the actual number. So that is a puddle. There yeah, isn't, yeah, it's a puddle. Yeah, yeah. There isn't a great deal of, of available uh, um, people that you would, that, that aren't carrying around a trailer load of baggage. Well, my dad asked me one time, he's like, why are you still single? I was like, well, my standards are just a little bit too high. I need shoes and uh, a full set of teeth. You know, it, they don't have to be all theirs, but, you know, it's got to be like, you know, something. So he was here and it was off season. And he had to find a tire. So he had to go to a couple different shops and talk to some of the locals. And he comes back home after a while. He's like, you're fine. Stay single. <laughs> he got to meet some of the wildlife that lives here. <laughs> well, I imagine it's a completely different lifestyle than most people are used to. 
It is. It's very laid back. It's very um, slow paced. It's not like it is up on the quote mainland. So when you get when you get down there and it's like I, you, you got to fix the brakes in my car so I can drive it, I'll get around to it and it'll be I don't know maybe I, I gosh I don't know next week a week after I got it I don't know. So is is that kind of how it goes? Yeah. And everybody knows everybody else. Like my mechanic, I love him to death, but he is slow as molasses, but he takes very good care of me. But I used to uh, coach his daughters in swimming and his wife is a very dear friend of mine. So he doesn't have a choice. He has to put up with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, and his wife, his wife says to him, honey, Aaron's car needs to be fixed and it needs to be fixed. Now put it at the front of the list, please. Yes, exactly. So I don't call him. I call her. (laughs) I'm like, hey, That's why you're an IT and business consultant, because you're pretty smart there. Yeah, and I trade a lot of services here, because a lot of people need my services. (laughs) (laughs) I can only, there's a computer here, I don't know how it works. Can you fix it for me, please? Yep, 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 yep. I I manage a lot of the small businesses here. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, you know, that's a, that's a niche that because you also do um, um, real estate appraisal yep. and um, and you work doing that and you uh, also make T-shirts and you're just an all around entre- entrepreneur and you're also a business consultant and you help people kind of figure out, make that transition from an entrepreneur to a business owner. And that can be hard. Yes. Most most people become an entrepreneur because they don't want to have a boss and they <laughs> yeah. want, don't want anybody telling them what to do. And then they and, realize, Oh, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The last time I was employed, well, no, I, I worked for King County Metro. I drove a bus, but that was like, you could just go drive your bus and nobody would bother you all day. So, yeah. It was easy. So you, yeah. You were fine. But when I, I was working for another guy in the, in the podcast or in the um, broadcasting industry, and he he owned the show and I was the host and he would come up with all these ideas and tell me what to do and and stuff like that. And um, one day he looked at me and he said, you know, you're not a very good employee. So it wasn't very long after that, that, that I no longer was the host of that show. Oh, yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. It was like, do what I say oh. and, and stuff. So anyway, uh, it's great to have you here. And it's, Thank it's, you. And you're a lot of fun to talk to. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, yes, indeed. And uh, we're going to talk about your IT and business consultant and coaching. And, and how did how did you get into that? Did you kind of fall into it because you're computer literate and most people around you ain't? Um, yes, I kind of developed it over the years. So I'm self-taught with computers. I grew up around them. My dad's in IT. It's just something I always did. Um, I worked for the government here for about 10 years. And you want to talk about having an employer? Um, that that was an interesting stint. But I was the IT director here. So I gained a lot of new skills. Um, it's such a small community. You know a lot of people. And there was definitely a need for the IT end of it. And then the business consulting is just something I enjoy doing. So I fell right into it. I'd been doing it for years and I didn't realize it till I met Allison and she, you know, pointed it out to me and she's like, maybe you should do this for like a living. And I was like, huh? I was like, let me think about that. And as I went around the next couple of days, I'm like, by golly, I'm already doing it. 
you might as well get paid for something you're already doing well. Exactly. And, you know, and, and the people that you were working with, I'm sure were just pleased as punch to be able to get it, that service for nothing. But right. They, exactly. They're like, what? I got to pay for it now. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> because my times and, and then now, did you just tell them, well, that's just the way it is? Or did you go through all of the, well, you know, my time is valuable and I'm busy and I've got this. Da, 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 da. Did, did you explain it to him or did you just say, well, you know what? You can hire somebody else. That's the yeah, kind of very nicely, you know, well, you, you're more than welcome to go find somebody else. They're like, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. We'll, we'll keep you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so if you had somebody, if you knew somebody that was an entrepreneur that, that, or was a entrepreneur wannabe, that wanted to start their own business, what advice would you give them from the very first get-go? Oh, a business plan. If you don't have it in writing, it's a hobby. You know, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> do you have, have a hobby? <laughs> apparently I do. <laughs> no, I have a consultant that works with me. Her name is Holly. And, uh, she, and, uh, one of the things that she's always said is we need a business plan. We need to put together a business plan for you. And I said, well, you know, I'm just selling a little advertising and, and want to do a few things like that. And, and I want to do podcasts and I want to do radio shows. And she said, well, if you want to continue to do that, then you're going to have to treat it as a business. So the other day she sent me an e a, um, a talk that someone was having of five things you need to do if you're going to have a business and not a hobby. Right. So and, I yeah. listen to that. And, and so I'm acting on that because I want this to be a viable business. Yeah. Once you put it on paper, then it becomes real. And that's, that can be scary going into it. So one of the biggest things I do is help you boost your confidence. So you feel comfortable doing your business plan. And she put together the business plan and it is like 26 pages long. Is yeah. that normal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on mine actually, because I do so many different things to try to articulate it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, if you ever want to get financing, if you need a loan, the bank is going to want that business plan. So it's very, very important. That's what she said. She also said for angel investors yes, or, or for folks that want to, you know, just invest in your business or they want to, if you ever decide to sell stock and they want to buy stock and they're going to want to look at all of that, all of that financial stuff to make sure that they're not just throwing money down the drain. She sounds like a really smart girl. Does she need a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an opening. <laughs> does she have to move there? No, 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 no. You can do, you can do things virtually these days. Oh, so let's talk about that for just a moment. And what kind of, I'll interview you about it. What kind of opening is it and what would it be doing? Well, she could help me on the consulting end of it, the business consulting. Just if when my clients come in, be like, here, Holly provides these services and she'll be working with you over here. Oh, very nice. And then so. she could do it because she lives up here. Yeah. But she could do it because uh, <laughs> she's got a very unique resume. Oh, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's even more unique. I gotta gotta tell you, I met her. Um, well, let me let me tell you the sad story. Okay, my mom died, and uh, my sister, who was in charge of the estate, 
had a funeral home that we would uh, that we were going to make arrangements with, and so um, we were going to do a Zoom call. And shortly before the Zoom call, the the person that was my sister's contact called and said, "I can't make it, but I've got an associate um, who's a director that does all of this really really well, and her name is Holly." So I get on the Zoom call a little early. And uh, this is one of this is one of those things, by the way, that happens has happened in my life that I consider um, um, a gift from God. Yes. Um, because so I get on the Zoom call just a little early. She sees, you know, the headset that I've got to the microphone and she got and she put two and two together because she's a smart girl. And she said, are you in broadcasting? And I said, well, I have a podcast. She said, I love podcasts. And uh I said, well, this is what it is, and you should go listen to it. She did. She liked it. And uh, we are about ready to celebrate our one-year anniversary of working together. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. I love when people are put in my life like that. Yes. And and so she works for me a couple of days a week. She still does funeral home stuff. Um, and we, in the course of our time together, she started out in the funeral home business by um, – body removal oh i know <laughs> and then the, the, you just said the words are creepy <laughs> well and you know she so told me some stories that would curl your hair about the like about the 350 pound man that died on the toilet they couldn't oh. get him out and so they had to call the fire department to get the guy guy out of the and, and then then she worked in the crematorium uh -huh. uh, and she explained all how all of that worked. And then because my mom, so you guys have very lively conversations. No, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. And uh, uh, but she's she's really is um, uh, a, a really cool lady. I will have her call you. OK, yes, please. And if you if you need somebody that because she just she as a matter of fact, the really cool part of the story is when I met her, um, she was just finishing up her bachelor's degree in business um and so she was saying well i can't do anything with you now because i'm finishing up my degree and suddenly she finished it early and it was and so she got and she graduated uh, from from business school so she's got all this knowledge rattling around in her head of, of how to operate a business and how to help people do it and stuff like that. And then she comes up with someone like me who I'm not a very good employee. So it's hard for her to tell me what to do because I don't listen so good. Right. That's where um, us business consultants come in because you're the talent. You don't know the business side of it. You just, you know, broadcasting because that's what you do. So you need people like Holly and people like me to come help you build your business to make sure it thrives. Exactly. And you're exactly right, because if I could if I could sit here and have conversations with you all day, five days a week or and other people as well and and everybody else handle all the other stuff. I would be just happy as that, I would be happy too. <laughs> Nobody likes paperwork. <laughs> Apparently somebody does because you just did 26 pages of it. This is true. <laughs> so, so, but it's for me, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work in my, in my brain doesn't work with it. Yeah. It, I, you know, and, uh, and then it was like, well, here is, and, and she showed me a document that was like 35 pages long. And she said, well, first of all, read this, and then we'll build a business page based upon that, because that's what she used for her, for her schooling. 
And uh, it, it was like, for me, it's like the Charlie Brown talking to his teacher. Wah, 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 wah. And yeah, you I, read the so, same sentence four times before you give up. And you're like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and I have no earthly idea how it works. And I, I really don't care, quite frankly, uh, because that's not in my wheelhouse. Right, um, exactly. This is what I this is what I do and, and, and stuff. So, but I'm glad that there are people like there out there like you who are able and willing to help people like me who otherwise would just flounder yes. um, to, to have a direction and to really move forward in their, in, in their career because most entrepreneurs are, they have a good heart and they really have something out there that they feel like, whether it's the best chocolate chip cookie in the world or it's a broadcasting company or whatever it is, um, if you are passionate about it, you still need help. You need yes. to help people who actually will say, gee, you know, after we do the business plan, then there's the marketing plan. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That marketing plan. That See, that marketing's not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple people that I use. I'm like, great, you just tell me what to do and I'll go do it. <laughs> oh, that, that is so cool. By the way, a good friend of mine that I did not ever know that she even listened to this show. Her name is Krista and she just liked it. So, so I'm, I'm glad she tuned in. Today Wonderful. Yeah. So, so being an IT coach and a, and a business consultant in the keys, that must be just a nice, relaxing, fun sort of thing. Or is there a lot of pressure involved? No, there's not much pressure. Um, usually when I show up is because something's gone wrong and they're usually very, very happy to see me because <laughs> I'm here to fix the problem. <laughs> Actually, when I first go into a business, it usually takes me a little while because I've got to undo what they've been doing for all those years and then put it back together and organize it so it runs properly. And then after that, it's just some maintenance. So I really, really enjoy it because it's all small mom and pop, maybe 30 employees at most. So we're not, you know, we don't have big servers. We don't have big mainframes. We're just, you know, small. Now, I've got to ask you, now, I want your opinion on this. Do you uh, advocate the use of or the creation of um, uh, maintenance contracts? So, since it's such a small town down here, I don't have to. But on the mainland, yes, I would. Because, And for those of you that don't know what a maintenance contract is, I want you to tell me, what is a maintenance contract? Well, it's where I come and I maintain your computers for you on a regular basis, whether they're broken or not. I just show up every once in a while and I make sure everything's running smoothly and that it all works and make my recommendations like this thing's getting a little old. We might want to update that. And look, the rats chewed on that cord again. It's going to, you know, it doesn't have much life left in it. So down here, I have a lot of verbal maintenance contracts. But um, if I were to practice on the mainland, I would definitely have it in writing. And what they would do then is they would pay you a monthly fee. Mm -hmm. And then anytime that there was an issue, you would handle the issue. Yep. Um, and you would do uh, main, uh, uh, regular maintenance of the equipment and that kind of thing. And that's what they end up paying for. And it's kind of like insurance. It's, yes. it, you know, the only thing that I, the only thing that I would suggest that somebody not do is if you are interested in buying somebody else's um, a company that does preventative maintenance, don't because it's all a relationship 
And uh, a lot of times that individual, well, they'll pick that particular time. <laughs> I don't know why, but that, to reassess uh, yeah. what, what they want to do and what they're spending. Yes, absolutely. So you can drive your, you can buy a thriving business and drive it into oblivion in a couple of months. Yep. Very, very easily. We watch it. I watch it happen a lot here. Yeah. My, I have a friend uh, who did that to his daughter, believe it or not. Oh, no. <laughs> he sold her the company that, and she was actually um, like the, an, an active secretary in the company. But she wasn't really the, the driving mechanic. But they had a, a, a guy that, and this was in the printer business. And, of course, the printer business was also going away at the time. Yeah. Um, and so he sold it uh, for good money to his daughter. And then it folded. So Ooh, Ouch. I know. And they still yeah. like each other. That's pretty amazing. Okay. Hey, as long as they still like each other. Because, you know, family is the other F word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You make t-shirts too, don't you? I do. I make silly t-shirts for fun. Not that, not need, that needs to be on one of your t-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got a list going. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, God gave me red hair because he knew I needed a warning sign. That's my favorite. <laughs> I I like that, but family is the other f word i that that is that could be a bumper sticker that could be that's that that's a really cool uh, oh deal. i can make magnets too that that would make a really good refrigerator magnet yes it, <laughs> yes it would did you also do business cards and that kind of stuff do you do printing and stuff not printing no but uh, design graphics yes ah very very good where'd you come up with all this talent um, it's a natural, it's God given, uh, you, but you have to ask my parents cause it's just, it's always been there. And when you were a kid, how did it express itself? Well, I grew up Mormon and Mormons do a lot of crafting. So yes, they do. <laughs> everybody in my family is very crafty. Um, my little sister, she makes the t-shirts too. So we joke back and forth that, um, you know, our childhood did very well for this hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, are you are you still a practicing Mormon? No, I'm not. But it's a it's it was a great religion to grow up in. It's very family oriented, and everybody in the Mormon religion is has been absolutely wonderful. I know all of them here, and they are just delightful people. They they really are. I have a good friend of mine that's a, that's a Mormon, and he's actually going to retire so that he can. Um, he's in a financial position where he can retire and you can, I guess, do this and become a missionary for them somewhere, anywhere in the world. And though they're, he and his wife are willing to go anywhere that they're going to send them. Yeah. We have a uh, elder couple here right now in town. Um, we get together and have dinner every once in a while and they're from California. So they're in the financial position that they'll be here for a couple years as missionaries. Yeah. I, I found that to be a really interesting idea and it's a great concept yeah my parents did it too once they oh, became really? empty nesters yes they have seven children together <laughs> that is that is a common that's like the that's like the average of a of a mormon family oh, that's a small mormon family <laughs> my mom was always in competition with her brothers so one of her brothers has nine kids and the other one had six kids then it became a competition of who had the more grandkids <laughs> Well, I think that's so funny that your your uh, sister had a competition with her brothers and and 
if the wife's weren't involved, it's like, well, what about me? I'm the one <laughs> that has to put it to do this. You just get the fun part. Yeah. And so um, my mom's youngest brother, uh, his wife, she would get epidurals when she would give birth. And my dad was like, I'm glad they didn't have that when your mom was pregnant, because we would have a whole bunch more kids. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was of the age that my dad wasn't allowed in the delivery room. They would just come and bring him a baby. (laughs) Congratulations. When I was when I was born, I was the youngest of three. I was born in 1957, and uh, my mom said in the morning, uh, "I think I'm going into labor." So my dad packed her in the car, took her to the hospital, dropped her off, yes. went to work, <laughs> and came yes. back after work, and I was there. Ooh, it's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing how times have changed. Yeah. So um, my sister, when she was giving birth to my dad's granddaughter, um, he got to be in the room and he was very uncomfortable. He did not like it at all. (laughs) That's one of those things you have to prepare yourself for. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was in I was in the room for both of my children's birth and it was like, Okay, I'm concerned with this part. This is the head. Yes. And and all, I'm going to cons- be concerned with that. You guys take care of all of that stuff. I don't want to know oh, anything. Yeah. My husband was crouched right here at my head. He did not move the entire time. He was just, I'm right here. I'm right here. And so my mom, because she had so many kids, um, by the time I had kids, we had the same gynecologist. So the gynecologist is down there with my mom going, okay, but now you were like this and your daughter's like that. And it's just, you know, you've got your legs up in the stirrups. (laughs) It's like, mom. (laughs) And she's like, what, honey? I'm fine. It's, you yeah. know. <laughs> so. But it was neat that we had the same gynecologist. Um, she delivered my little sister. She delivered my niece. And she delivered my two kids. How old was she when she delivered your kids? Um, I'm one of the older kids. And so um, I'm 10 years older than my baby sister. And then my kids are 10 years. But So it's me, 10 years, my baby sister, 10 years, my kids. So she was in practice like 30-something years. Yeah. Yeah. That- yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 good work down there because you you don't have to retire because there's not a lot of competition. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and in fact, if you do retire, somebody's going to say, "But but but no wait." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you you can't retire. Well, my mechanic keeps threatening to t- retire. I'm like, you're not allowed to retire. What am I supposed to do if you retire? <laughs> I'm not allowing this. <laughs> So I'll be showing up at your house. Yes, exactly. You know, which, you know, is if, does he work for himself? Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. Is, is he, we have to see around here. It's, it's, it's a little bit different than that, but everybody, but down there, everybody kind of just runs their own thing and does their own thing. It's one of those, he's either second or third generation mechanic. I know he had the newspaper clipping when his father bought the building that he's still in for maybe $60,000, like way back when. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, times have changed so much. Oh my goodness. I'm glad that there are areas of the country that are still kind of operating in that old Southern style of relaxed stuff. But but the difference is you've got different food than than they do in like... 
you know, the, the heavy gravies and stuff like that. You don't have that necessarily. You've got a lot more seafood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We will. When you eat fish, it was swimming in the ocean that morning. So I've come a little bit like a fish snob. Like I don't eat fish at certain restaurants. And if I leave the keys, I definitely don't eat fish. <laughs> it's just different. <laughs> now, the, the, there's shrimp down there too, right? Yes. The Key West pink shrimp. And uh, is it, do you see um, uh, Forrest Gump there ever? I've seen the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never seen him down here. No, no. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got to ask you because you've got a beautiful picture in your background. What is that? Yes, that's Audrey Hepburn. That way. Oh, oh, very nice. Isn't very that? nice. Yeah. And then I finally got my DAR certificate. I am a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution. That took quite a bit to get that. Wow, that's yeah. that's really cool. You know, um, Holly, I probably bring her up again. Right, um, I just had my birthday, so I just turned sixty-five, and I on September eleventh. Happy birthday! Her, thank you very much. And her birthday gift to me was for six months. Every month, I'm going to get a actual. Well, it's not an actual, but it's going to be a a copy of an historical document. Oh, that sounds something right up your alley. It, it really is because yeah. I'm I like I like history I like learning about more about stuff like that and and uh, and it comes with a you know in a I don't know well I haven't seen it yet so I'm gonna get one in October but but that's see that's kind of thing that's the kind of thing I would hang on my wall yes. what you back, back there yeah 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 I'm very proud of that like the paperwork the amount of genealogy involved the amount of <laughs> government documents yeah there was a lot so my dad had fun getting that for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome by the way i wanted to mention because um i interviewed a gal a couple of weeks ago and her family was decimated by the holocaust so much so that she didn't she was jewish and her father well she wasn't born yet but her father was in the camps and uh, eventually escaped um but when she wrote a book she wrote her book which is called identity from holocaust to home and uh, we did a, a trailer a movie trailer for her we produced that for her, which is really cool looking. And in any event, um, she had a gentleman in Australia who put together a family tree. Now, he was Mormon. And as you know, the genealogy in the in the Mormon church is really, really extensive. So yeah. she learned a whole generation of people that she didn't even know existed. Yeah. Oh, no. they The technology they have put into their, their genealogy is, like, astounding. They have family systems family history centers at almost every church that the public can go and use. And then just the, the extent of information they have and they keep adding more and more resources, like find a grave. You can go and find gravestones and they're documented. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the, the LDS church has purchased find a grave. <laughs> so there are people wandering around taking pictures of headstones. Yes. Yes. I had no idea. Yep. Me neither. I was, I was a little creeped out at first, but now it's normal. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> well, when I was growing up, I, we lived next to a cemetery. So um, I, I even got thrown by my older brother into a grave that had just been dug. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that sounds like something a brother would do. 
<laughs> he thought it was pretty damn funny, quite frankly. I'm sure he did. Did he get in trouble when you got home? Uh, no. Oh, no. why did you not to say anything? It was, well, I'd see, we, I didn't consider that to be a big deal at the time, but it would have been a bigger deal now. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But he had, he had to help me out because six feet down was a long way for a little kid. Yeah, exactly. How old were you? I was uh, like five. Oh, you were way down there. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like, wow, somebody better help me out of here. Uh, yeah. You know, so, um, but, but you know, that's the only, the other thing is that there was a crematorium there and it creeped us out when the smoke was coming out of this. They're burning people. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Yes. And, you know, we, I love when we can talk about just about anything and everything, and you're you're just delightful. You really are. Oh, crematoriums have come up twice now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm fixated on them. I don't right? Know <laughs> kind of yeah. see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, but it's great to talk to you. But let's let's go over some details. If you want to find out more about about Aaron, go to pearls of wisdom by aaron.com and that's e-r-i-n because i am an irish girl and not a jewish boy <laughs> i'm sure that's come up before yeah yeah siri doesn't know the difference <laughs> <laughs> can, can you imagine when uh, years ago when i i remember the days before there was um answering machines Oh, where, way where, back. Yeah, where, you know, rotary phones and answering and no answering machines. And so if 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 the line was busy, you knew somebody was home. So you would keep dialing back. And if nobody answered the phone, you had no idea. But right. then the answering machine and all of that came up. And then and, but could you imagine living in those days and saying, you know, one day there's going to be a device where you can just call out what you want and it will answer you. Yeah, sometimes it's right and sometimes it's not. <laughs> that that's right. It depends on your pronunciation and and yep. what it under, understands. So yeah, Siri, Siri doesn't like me unless I enunciate <laughs> clearly and efficiently. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if somebody wants to get in contact with you, as an example, if somebody would like to hire you as a business coach, a business consultant, how do they do that? Well, like you said, uh, Pearls of Wisdom by Aaron.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, see, no TikTok. I'm not, you know, videos. <laughs> We're not up to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing about TikTok that I've noticed is that the, the ones that get a lot of hits are not wearing many clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, not going there. I, the thing is, and this is for all the kids out there because I'm old and I can say this now is that don't do anything online that you're going to regret when you're 50. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm not going to regret this. This is fine. I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, when you're 50 and, and the church deacon brings you down and says, do you recall doing this when you were a kid? It showed up on the, on my feed mm. and I just wanted, you know, so. Just yes, I'm very grateful that there was no TikTok or Instagram when I was in high school. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. No kidding. I'd have, I'd have made a mess of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah so. I would have had to have been self employed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, but being self employed is good, isn't it? Oh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. About how many hours a week do you work doing what you do? Oh, well, that's the thing. I love doing it. So I'm never not working. 
So even if I'm at home, I'm still working. Like the phone will ring or I'll have an idea. Let me jot it down. I mean, it's always, it doesn't feel like work. It's, it's, yeah. Well, that, that makes it easy. Yeah. And like, you know, going, laying in bed at night and, you know, I'm like piecing things together and, oh, I got to do this. And then that, and like, so it's just, it's always on. I'm the same way. Yeah. You know, because this is, this is what I call work. Now I'm retired. Technically I'm retired now because I was driving a bus. Now I can't. So here I am. And, but this is what I would call work and, but it's not, this is just, it's just pure joy that I can, I can talk to someone like you. We can have a good time. Uh, and, uh, and we can also talk about some stuff that can have meaning for people. Yes, absolutely. That's the whole point. Exactly. I wanted to have you mention because there's an event coming up in October that you're going to be part of. There and is. You're going, Behind the power. Yes, you're going to be speaking at it. You're going to be on stage just like like if you were uh, doing a TED Talk or something. Exactly. I'm giving a keynote speech. Uh, Last year was my first time being on stage at Behind the Power. So I'll be back again this year. And I'm very excited. It's the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st of October. And it's in Atlanta, Georgia. But there are in-person tickets and also virtual tickets available. And from what I understand, uh, they've got a great IT team that is going to be an audio visual team yes. that's going to be able to put that together and to and to make it seamless so that you can be online. And it's almost like being there. Not quite because you're going to miss some of the uh, breakout rooms and things. But And the hugs. You're going to miss the hugs. The hugs are a big deal. Right. Uh, and you'll miss the pool on the top floor of the hotel as well. I know. I was <laughs> I I was looking forward to that. Unfortunately, I have to miss that. But well, uh, I will take pictures and be sure to send them to you. Don't worry. I, I appreciate that. I, I we've discussed I, it already. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, we have. Well, and the cool thing is, is that if you decide to make a little mini vacation out of it, I have. You can because you can fly in on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, and and spend the Tuesday night. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then leave Saturday. Yes. And so, and that's all inclusive in the hotel. Um, that's you all for one price. Leave. Never Breakfast have to leave. and lunch is included. There's a great um, in-hotel uh, restaurant. There's shops right there within walking distance. Yeah. So it's, it's and like I, like we said, um, by the way, if you, if you weren't paying attention and it will be on YouTube and positivetalkradio.net, and that is, we did a uh, conference. Well, we did a show yesterday on KKNW with all thirteen coaches plus Allison plus me, all doing the show at the same time, which could have been a real disaster. But we are all professionals, so it went off without a hitch. It was just amazing. That <laughs> yes, and everybody everybody got to say what they're doing and what i found was that during the course of the 3 days the keynote speakers or the speakers are covering a really broad range of issues oh yes there's all kinds of different issues so you're going to get so much out of it because it's not just one topic everybody's got a little bit different to, something a little bit different to talk about all the way from um, sexual abuse sexual abuse to chemical dependency, to um, narcissism, to um, a, a bunch of what I forget what what John is going to talk about is important. Do you remember codependency? What Co- that's it. Codependency. Yes. Oh, he's amazing. I love him so much. He's so intelligent. 
Oh, I love having conversations with him. <laughs> and he is, <laughs> he is a, one of the smarter men on the planet because he's completely surrounded by women. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's no dummy. <laughs> Which, which means two things. Number one, you've got free access to the men's room. And, and, two, and two, you get to talk to a bunch of really smart people who are dedicated to each other and dedicated to the process. Exactly. And his wife's in the program with us. And she gives the best hugs ever. <laughs> and she also is a painter who does soul paintings. Yes, she is so talented. She did one for me last year. And I have a reading with her actually on Monday that I am super excited about. Like she just looks in your soul and tells you things. And oh my goodness. Wow. Even it's an experience. It's, and, and she does it all with the intent of giving you the tools that you need to create a better life for yourself. And exactly. A, a better soul connection. Yeah. So most of the ladies um, in the group, they're animal communicators or they're intuitives. They're all very, very spiritual. And then I join and I'm like, well, I can, fix computers and they're all like oh my goodness that's so amazing <laughs> i'm like you can talk to animals <laughs> i was like i could just fix a computer <laughs> yeah but if you don't know how to fix a computer it is and, and your computer goes down yeah you, you're, you're today in today's world yeah you're, you're dead you're in dead. the water yeah you can't do anything yeah you can't see behind me but there's a a pile of computers waiting to be fixed <laughs> Are they all yours or there's Oh no, they're all somebody else's. <laughs> I have one computer and you were I'm on it right now. <laughs> and, so, and so but you also get into the guts of the computer and work on the oh, Yeah. Man. I do computer repair. Um if you need to upgrade your hard drive or your hard drive failed, you need a new laptop, yeah, new monitors, the whole yeah, I'll get into the guts of it absolutely. Are you finding that because the price is coming down so much that uh people are just throwing their computer away and replacing them or, but there's a lot of information on their computer that they have. There, I, I do a lot of taking the old computer and putting it on the new computer, but prices on computers haven't come down. They're still going up. They are, they're expensive to replace. Well, that's then, that then don't replace them. Then, then <laughs> have them and, well, I can get special deals. Um, I can get refurbished, still certified computers that have a warranty left on them. Um, one of my superpowers is I ask you a whole bunch of questions. I figure out what you need and then I go get it for you. And then when I hand it to you, it's already set up and it's got backup and you don't have to think about it and it just works. So, so how much does a, like a, 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 a a pretty good, not great, but a pretty good laptop cost these days. Oh, a minimum of a thousand. Wow. Yeah. And that's so, going to be your base price. And, and then you have to load in all the stuff and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. you have to have your Microsoft subscription. That's a must have these days. And yeah, if you want the bigger hard drive, if you want more memory. Yep. Well, well, I, what I'm looking to do is to, Get a laptop that I can do remote broadcasts uh, using the laptop and StreamYard and a couple of headsets with microphones. I think that'll work. Do you think that'll work? Oh, yeah. I've done it before. My daughter's real big into broadcasting. So, yeah, we, we've definitely done that from laptops. You would have to get one with a better graphics card. That's where the big bucks come in. What does she do in broadcasting? Um, she 
it's a hobby of hers. So she's always done it. Uh, Rooster Teeth Florida. It's a production company. It's a community group that she used to run. Now she's a grown up and uh, she's got a real job. <laughs> so she doesn't do that as much anymore, but it's definitely one of uh, her hobbies. Well, I tell you, this is, this is a hobby that I'm trying to take into a business and we'll see how that works. But, but uh, it, what I'm finding is, is that well, I'll tell you what we just did for somebody. Uh, the gal that I was telling you about, about the book the, from the Holocaust. Yeah. Uh, we took that. I wrote copy for it. I voiced it. I voiced the, the segment, which is three minutes long, about the book, about the, the story. And then we created a uh, uh, music behind it and we created a film to go on top of it that's got pictures and and period pieces from the time and all that kind of stuff. It really, I think, looks professionally done. And since <laughs> we're professional, I suppose it should. Look professionally right? done. That's what I was thinking. Aren't you a professional? <laughs> well, but you know, it's, it's, I've been always been an audio guy. I right. Never... And everything's so specialized these days. Like you say, I, I'm in computers. Well, do you do websites? Do you do computer repair? Do you do networking? Like you got to be specific. Like your audio, you don't do video. Yeah. I've, I've never gotten into that, but I've got a, an, an assistant who's really gifted at it. Yeah. And, and so it's that it's... takes a special talent. I've dabbled in it and there's whew, a lot and it changes so fast. New technology is always coming out. Oh, I know. So, and my nephew is, he does programming and he knows like seven or eight computer languages and still has to go to school to learn more. Yeah. It's always it's, changing, always moving, always growing. Yeah. So, so do you have to do that as well? No. Oh yeah. Keep up with it. Yes. But on the business end, it changes a little bit slower. Because business owners, they buy a computer and they want to keep it for a long time. Because Exactly. They don't like to upgrade at all. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> it's usually a big production. Yeah. And you can lose stuff and, and, and they want it. Basically, they want it for what they want it for. And if it works, it works. And then you have to come fix it. Yeah. So I imagine I, you are really, really popular. Yeah. 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 They, they, I'm either your best friend or your worst. <laughs> I had a lady who she'd been asking me for years about upgrading her computer. I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. Well, it finally died and she brought it to me. This computer, I think it was from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so I get her a new one. I got most of the information moved over, like most of it. And she's like, I don't know how to use this computer. <laughs> I was like, well, my hourly rate is... <laughs> But it was a challenge because, like, I had to go in the Wayback Machine. I'm like, I don't remember how to use this thing. <laughs> that's, that's that's amazing because it. Uh, my my mom went through computers and cell phones and cell phones because I guess you get to a certain point and you don't. It's difficult for you to understand how it would be different and how does it work. And so it, it was very complicated for her. Yeah. And the, the older I get, the less I like change. <laughs> it's amazing. Can you, can, she was 90. And yeah. uh, so when you don't like change uh, very much. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you know, they did something that, uh, and I had to laugh at her because she, she always liked to go play bridge. Have you ever played bridge? Do you ever have, no. that is a dying game. It, it is, is. A, like the, the old card games. Yes. 
Yeah, that's an old people card game that was that used to be the rage when I was a kid. There was they had bridge parties all the time. I never learned to play, but uh, my parents would go to bridge parties and they all understood how to play. Now the kid, nobody, nobody under fifty, I think, yeah. has any idea. No, no, no. If uh, we have a yacht club here, and that's usually they, they have their bridge club. Absolutely, I think they have a knitting club too. <laughs> It's a nice, relaxing time down there. Exactly. <laughs> so, by the way, we've been talking with Aaron, Colleen, Arnett, and uh, I have to, sadly, uh, we have to go. But before we go, I want to make sure that you have a couple of moments to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know, the ones that are listening now or the ones that are going to listen to this in the future. Behind the Power, the book comes out during the event. It'll be launching on Amazon prior to um, BehindTheEvent.com or BehindThePowerEvent.com. Tickets are still available. So please, please, please come and see me up on stage. And we're looking, that'll, that'll be great fun. I'm going to be there digitally. Um, Wonderful. So that, so that we can be there. By the way, do you know a gal by the name of Kim Nishada? I do know Kim. She's up next. Oh, she's amazing. You're going to have a great conversation with her. And what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an intuitive like these girls are. <laughs> I tell you. So she's she's an intuitive and, and she does soul work and she works with folks. And I'm she really is. She's another one of those very intelligent, very just like beautiful, beautiful soul. Wonderful. And I'm going to tell her you said that. Okay, good. <laughs> that would make me very happy. <laughs> so, Aaron, thank you for being here. And uh, thank you, I hope Kevin. it is now uh, almost six o'clock your time. Yep. It's now time to go have a uh, fish brulee or, or a uh, something along those lines or, or, or maybe a steak. I don't know. So you have yourself a wonderful day. All right. You too. Thank you. Okay, if you wait right there, stay right there and I'll be right back. By the way, okay. remember, go to allisonroberts.com to find out more about Behind the Power. Yes. And uh, it's going to be a great presentation and everybody should go. And uh, thank you very much. You wait right there. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, Remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.